maker of the moon He was the author of the faith That could make the mountains move I think about all that, all the time, the, the faith that people had to have that that was truly, you know, the Savior was being born that night. All right, welcome into the J&J Christmas Music Extravaganza, part two, you can say. We had this uh, last year. You can check it out on episode number 92 of Run the Race, which again is on WTVM.com uh, slash podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple, and uh, have with us a guest again uh, who's going to lead the way playing the piano right now, uh, Justin Ballou, and uh, we're here in his uh, studio, uh, Bip City Sound, and you know, you drive up on it, it looks like a house, because it is a house. Uh, but it is an expensive studio with like 500 instruments and uh, he's playing one of those right now. Justin, thank you so much for uh, joining us again today and uh, adding your musical talents to our podcast. Good to see you again. I'm so grateful to get to uh, do this again. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas way. to you too and your whole family. I'm glad to, uh, <laughs> I'm glad to get to sit down, sit down and talk to you. It seems like it's it's well, other than one other time that we ran into each other, this is the last we, we did this a year ago. It's been a while, and yeah. you look good. You know, you're uh, you know. I'm a little fatter. You're, you're a, no, you're aging well. <laughs> I'm and, definitely aging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last year we did some of the uh, you know we sang along some uh, famous songs. Mary, did you know? We wish you a merry Christmas. You had your uh, classic "The Way in a Manger," your original song that you and your co-writer on that, Tim Maggard's going to join us later. We're actually going to have some guests on this podcast for this special show as they do on Christmas shows. My co-anchor, Barbara Goche, will be singing Silent Night a little later. People will enjoy maybe hearing her more than us. I mean, I'm just predicting that. So, yeah. Of course, absolutely. Anything she does is pretty much going to be better than that. <laughs> That's right. And uh, Justin is a graduate of Point University, has a degree in philosophy of music ministry. And um, he, uh, you know, one thing I, I read about you, Justin, and, and I love this about you, that you have a passion to teach people how to creatively worship God with their own unique gifts and talents. I know you have paying clients that come in and, and obviously want you to help them make an album or, or this and that, but um, or businesses, but you know, you, like me, we want to use our gifts uh, that were given to us by God to glorify Him and to uh, just elevate Him, especially this time of year, right? That's right. Um, that's exactly right. I, I, you know, in the same way we want other people to respect our views, we yeah. have to respect theirs as well. But I feel like it's a way for me to uh, use what I'm gifted at to help other people make their music. And so in the same way that, you know, you and Barbara and others share current events and news and news cycles, sometimes seems boring or uninteresting or whatever. It's It's about the relationships, you know. So I think like even what we're doing right now, hanging out and talking and laughing and being a little silly, I think that, you know, like life, life can be good. Like we live in a world with a bunch of crazy, but they can be good. And yeah. I think if there's anything for me and, you know, and the, especially in the holidays is to like, just be grateful. Like I, I get to do what I love. Like I get to make, you know, I get to make music for a living. Yeah. And that's a pretty rare thing. So I'm, I'm grateful to get to do that. We shouldn't take that for granted. I mean, you were in the, you know, the, the pro music world for, you know, 20 something years and still doing that to this day, but now helping others do the same. And we're going to have some fun today. We're going to talk about faith and, and, uh, going to have some songs like, Oh, come all you faithful away in a manger. And, 
Um, and you're going to sing a solo, Labor of Love, an Andrew Peterson song. He's a great uh, Christian artist. And uh, we're going to have some fun today as well. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put on my Santa hat. Yes, And we're going to have some fun. See, put that on. Yeah, you, can't, yeah, yeah. you can't see it, but maybe you can imagine me in a Santa hat uh, on the podcast. We're going to do, uh, you know, Let It Snow and kind of get in the mood of, even though it doesn't snow around here, we're going to we're gonna talk not about often, that. Not often, not and, often. And, and the <laughs> listeners should know that uh-huh. Jason's Santa hat is not just a Santa hat. It Uh-oh. has... Glitter and sparkles on it. That's so right. Yes, I'm. It is. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glittery and sparkly. You know, and we're gonna we're gonna you know, baby, it's cold outside. We're gonna see is, who, who's gonna right. play that role in that. That's one. right. Over the top. We're gonna be over. Yeah, the top. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. We're gonna have all. Kind of, we're, gonna, we're gonna start with a classic of uh, of Jingle Bells. That's right. And uh, so it's it's a great song. A lot of people know. And so um, you know, and you you've uh, read some recent some cool things about it, right? Jingle I did. Bells. You know what? I uh, so. Jingle Bells has an interesting. Um, it's it's a it's the most famous of all Christmas songs. Yeah, and and uh, it is con- considered across the world the most notable and recognized American Christmas song, and um, which is kind of cool. Uh, they think that it goes back to uh, its first debut is around 1850 in the state of Massachusetts, in a town called Medford. I've never been to Medford. I have been to Boston. I've been to so, Boston, yeah. Yes, that's about as I think everybody knows Boston. <laughs> so I'll have to look up where Medford is. But um, it was composed by a guy named James Lord Pier, Pierpont, which is very, that's a very, it sounds like a very American name from that era, you know? Did you know he's the nephew of J.P. Morgan, who created the financial institution? I did not know that. Yes, yes. So, well, his nephew is J.P. Morgan. Actually. I see. Okay. That's pretty cool, huh? That is cool, actually. I did not know that. And, and with, so. That may be why he had the means to record the song, yeah. because what they think is that they, this is one of the earliest recordings they have of it is in the late uh, late 1800s. Like it was recorded to uh, to early vi- vinyl graph, uh, like a, the a phonograph records, that kind of a you know the Victrola era. Yeah. So like the probably a really bad recording, but uh, <laughs> I have not I have not heard it. Um, and it wasn't called Jingle Bells; it was actually called One Horse Open Sleigh, which we'll, which we'll hear as part of the song. That's right. Yeah, that's the famous part everybody knows. So, uh, all right, let's do it. Let's oh, do oh, it. oh, there's a verse that's kind of weird that I found. I, we'll sing it. I'll sing it. It's, okay, you sing it. It's very I, I, know, I know the first two, or most that, people do. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we'll just we'll do the first verse, and then I'll do the weird one. It's okay, just, yeah. Just, like it's and, and, and people and people you know can sing along with us. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah, everyone knows the chorus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. While you're riding in your car, here we go. Dashing through the snow on a one-horse open sleigh. There it is. Over the fields we go, laughing all the way. Ha ha ha! Bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to laugh and sing a sleighing song tonight! Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh! Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way! Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh! Now, here's the weird one. Okay, all right. This is the, it's not Ready so much weird, it. it's just like I've never heard it before. Now the ground is white, go at it while you're young. Take the girls tonight and sing this sleighing song. Get the bobtail bay, 244 his speed. And hitch him to an open sleigh and you will take the lead. Oh, jingle bells, shotgun shells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, Batman's bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. 
That's ridiculous. Jingle Bells, Batman smells. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yes, right. Yes, that's uh, every third grader knows that version of the song for sure. Um, That's funny. I I just thought that uh, it was an interesting uh, verse. Had you heard that verse before? No, I hadn't. I had not either. The like. Bob Till, you know, it's like a, that's a, that's a word you don't hear, you know, it, it, I don't know what it is about sleighs and Christmas, Yeah, but they, uh, they, that we associate with Christmas. I was one, researching one of the songs. Well, you slay when it comes to music. Well, yeah. it's not, oh, thank hey, you for that. There you go. Thank yeah. you. Very kind. <laughs> the, the sl- Jingle Bells actually was not a Christmas song yeah. to begin with. We, I don't, you probably researched this too a little bit, but when... When Pierpont wrote it, it was a he wrote it based off of a Thanksgiving uh, festival they were having in town. Yeah, and people were riding their sleighs through town, and that started the he, the song was written about this kind of thing. So it was not even it was I guess it was holidayish in in some way, but it wasn't technically even a Christmas song. Well, maybe he over- figured he figured out that like Christmas, you can make more money. Of course, <laughs> yes, it was much more marketable. Yes, and over time, it, exactly what happened is it just kind of built its way up until into a Christmas song, and so uh, you know it's been around for a while. For yeah, sure. and you know you were talking about the song's birthplace uh, being you know kind of most probably in Boston, but there's actually a plaque in Savannah, Georgia where folks insist that Pierpont, you were talking about earlier, he wrote the song in late 1857 before leading the first Jingle Bell sing-along in a, in a church there in Savannah, Georgia. So, you know, uh, I guess you know, our, the Peach State has a claim to Jingle Bells as well, where they say. Yeah, everybody wants it. Everybody, <laughs> everybody asked, wants to Jingle Bell. Everybody wants to taste the Christmas song. Yeah, that's right. the Jingle, Jingle, Bell. Jingle Bell rock. That's right. Jingle the, Bell. There yeah, is. Yeah. There is. Uh, yeah, there's... Yeah, there's actually a, um, a funny thing about Jingle Bells. There's a thing about any Christmas song, like it doesn't matter what Christmas song it is, there's an arrangement of it somewhere that somebody has made where it ends in Jingle Bells. Like it's this thing in the music world. Wow. Like, I mean, you can have, it doesn't matter. You can end the song and it somehow somebody is going to put that in there. Well, there's also the, you always uh, hear it like oh, yeah, yeah. you know you always hear it in the end yeah, of the song. It, it is very because it's very it's, it almost sounds like the peanuts the the Charlie yes, Brown Christmas, which is right. we're gonna have that kind of towards the end. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's also Jingle Bells, Shotgun Shells, Granny's Got a Gun. That's right. One which, jumped up, shot him in the butt. The other ran away. Hey. Yes. <laughs> which is yeah. Which is the better version of that, the song? That's that, of Pierpont. Pierpont forgot that verse. He, he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Exactly. He never banked on that. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Um and um you know we've got. Uh, some classic songs. Obviously, we're, you know we've got people that are professionals that have sung these songs better. Like the Carpenters have some great classic. Michael Bublé, um, Justin Ballou has some cl- a classic Christmas album as well. And uh, on Frank Sinatra, um, uh, who else? Uh, Gene Autry. That's right. Uh, all these uh, great songs. Um, Perry and, Cuomo. Uh, yeah, uh, Elvis Presley. Yeah, Elvis. Did I? Songs. You know what? You know an Elvis song. Yeah. Well, yeah. my wife told me not to do this on the podcast. So that... This I mean, is you know exactly how, why we're going to do it. This is exactly why we're going to do it. So she, <laughs> She's she, not here. She's yeah, not she, here. She said, she said, you're going to do that? I said, yeah, we're going to do some Elvis. On, that's right. Uh, we know. love our wives. We respect yeah. them. But, you know, we're going to... Yeah, ain't nothing we're... but a hound dog. That's you know? right. Yes, that's right. <laughs> well, mate, can, you do, can you do Blue Christmas? I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try it. Um, I'm just going to do the first verse. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, I'll try to do... Uh, a little bit of Elvis, because uh, this was originally on the NBC TV, I think, is where he performed it. So you ready? I'll have a blue Christmas. 
Christmas without you. Be so blue just thinking about you. Decorations of red on our green Christmas tree won't be the same, dear. Thank you, thank you very much. Blue Christmas. That's right. You know, not bad. <laughs> not, not bad. And uh, uh, I, I always love the famous, uh, you'll be doing all right with your Christmas away, but I'll have a blue. And blue, 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 blue Christmas. Blue Christmas. <laughs> he a, had a unique sound. Yeah, yes, he did. And, uh, it's funny that there's a that song is charming and no one ever thinks of it as a sad song. Yeah. But it's a sad song. Like it was written it was it's kind of a downer if you just read the words. It's like because it's Elvis and because it's like now it's nostalgic we kind of like oh it's a cool song but like go back in history and read it. I mean read the words it's I'm missing my girl, you know. Or yeah, I'm and some my... and some of the best artists and comedians that comes out of tragedy and sadness and their artistry, and so you know, and obviously Elvis had a uh, was very you know it was tragic. Yeah, uh, yes. how, how his life ended, and so that song kind of I'm sure he felt that song. That, all yes, of it. yes, and I'll tell you a couple of things that's interesting. The Jordanaires were like had recorded with like Patsy Cline, Johnny Cash, like they were a pretty well known group. And they, they're probably most famous because towards the middle end of their career, they were singing the background music for Elvis. And they, they're they the ones singing that, ooh, 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 I have a blue, blue yeah. Christmas without, ooh, they're doing that like funny part, ooh, yes. And it's like, it's kind of legendary. Everybody, you know, there's people who listen to that song and don't even sing the Elvis part. They just sing the... Yeah, the, the well, they kind of like that, that doo-wop, you know. So oh, people yeah. like, you know, the different versions by different folks, you know. And, yeah, uh, different and, strokes know, are different Mariah folks. Carey has been famously known for her uh, her Christmas songs as well, right? She's, yeah. uh, I know that there's that song that I think it's was in uh, Love Actually. Christmas, the bell, da, da, da. Yeah. Christmas. But she's, but I mean, but some of the songs, like I think we talked on the last episode a year ago about, you know, on one of your favorite Christmas songs, Paul McCartney, simply happy. <laughs> oh, gosh. We, we, brought, we brought it back. We, we brought it back. But I mean, worst but, but, Christmas but, song. Like, it's from <laughs> the greatest songwriter ever wrote the worst Christmas song ever. I don't the same thing 90 times. I want Paul to know. I want you to know. If I ever meet you, I'm going to ask you why you, why, why? Well, course, Paul, yeah. He's he, made a lot of money on that song. He doesn't care at this point. The same for Mariah Carey. Because, <laughs> like, the, she's, uh, you know, kind of polarizing because obviously, maybe one of the most famous Christmas songs ever. Uh, performed by Mariah Carey is one of those love or hate. Like people either really love it or or they just despise it. Yeah, and well, and then she had those controversial like 
diva moments where she, like her microphone didn't work and she got mad at the like the stage you know they got the sound guy or whatever yeah well so, we already cut that out of this episode I, I was like that with you just a little bit earlier <laughs> yes. now, I, still have a cut. Bla- I still have a black eye from where you punched me in the face yeah it's okay yeah. It's, it's, it's Violent Night Silent Night Violent, Violent Night, night. The, the latest movie I saw that movie. I was like wow that, we have really like, yeah, our culture just, yeah. yeah I'm glad we're having the J&J Christmas music extravaganza to give people a, a kind of a spirit of joy yes exactly yeah, exactly. We don't we don't need any more of that. Well, you, the, what is the um, all I want for Christmas yeah. is you? Not uh, not my two front teeth, but they, they, she just wants you. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There's just one thing that I need. I don't care about the present underneath the Christmas tree. You're the Jordanaires. I just want you for my own. More than you could ever know Make my wish come true Cause all I want for Christmas Is you Yeah, that's where you can. Yeah, so that's that's my best Mariah Carey. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah, yeah. I, I just mean, don't you, have you, it. You know, then in her day, it, to give her like we wow, she's she amazing. did a four and a half octave range. Wow, she, which she, is okay in the music world. That's like terms. That's that's that's, uh, that's like a, you're, 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 all you're, five positions in basketball. You're maybe? a runner. You're a runner. Sure, so yeah. that, that's like the person. That's like the the person who can run the like the top one percent. Like the. You know, the person who's running way faster than the other people who are actually good runners. Or longer. Yeah, or, or whatever. Yeah, they're yeah. like they're like that's the U, the Usain Bolt or Usain Bolt or whatever. It's like they're just unhuman. But, yeah. I mean, and she's probably, you know, as this song is played, All I Want for Christmas is You is played on, you know, oh, yeah. radio stations she's around the country. getting all that residual money. and Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. She didn't come here to Bib City Sound to record a version of that? Not or? yet. Not I yet. would okay. gladly let her sing yeah. into my microphone if she wanted to. Okay. Yeah. Hey, listen, that's an open invitation to That's Mariah right. Carey or to Paul McCartney if you'd like to come That's and right. rewrite Paul, that re, song. Yeah, if we, I'll even help you rewrite it if we want to try to do something better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, when, when we talk about Christmas, um, you were talking about sleighs and uh, jingle bells and things that you don't – any other time of year, things just don't like fit. But snow obviously is a big part of – of Christmas, and um, you know, I grew up in the North Carolina mountains. We talked about this on our last episode. How um, you know we had a uh, you know snow almost every winter, but around here in Georgia and Alabama, we don't really have that snow. Um, but uh, "Let It Snow" is a, is a great song, um, and uh, kind of gets you in that cozy indoor spirit. And uh, uh, lyricist Sammy Kahn and composer Jules Stein um, they wrote "Let It Snow." Uh, they were actually get this. this you'll, you'll like this, Justin. They actually. Uh, wrote this uh, during one of the hottest days on record in Southern California, July uh-huh. 1945. So, so they were of, really be- yeah. begging for snow. Instead of heading to the beach, they are sitting in you know their cozy cabin or whatever in California, uh, playing you know uh, let it snow. And the original title is "Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow." So maybe I don't know. Did they they think maybe from a from a professional music guy is that too many? Is that too long of a title? I guess or well you know it. I don't know the answer to that, but I do know that what they have figured out over the years, as they, this is true in media in your world too. Like seconds matter. Yeah. Like the attention span of a human has gotten really probably badly <laughs> low. So what is um, home for the holidays? What's yeah, the, we're gonna have that later on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Like 
the full name of that song is got it's got a whole other, there's there's it's yeah. in parentheses. There's no place like there's that's and then right. home for the holidays Correct. is is outside of the parentheses. Right. And so, so they they tell you now to get if you can have your song be one word. Wow, that's like the idea. You know, Noel. That's well, right. That, uh, Lauren Dangle actually sang a song called Noel. I guess it's a, a kind of off of the first Noel. That's right. Exactly. And it's a, yeah. That's that's the new things. So I guess the Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow was redundant. You grew up uh, in this area, so snow was not a thing for you? I grew up in Atlanta. Okay. So, so. we had like another half inch than here. Okay. But, uh, but no, I mean, you know, like snow, I've traveled a lot. So I'm thankful I've been able to travel a lot. And I've been to some places where the snow is like crazy. My wife and I do this thing uh, where we, every year, Instead of buying each other a Christmas present, we save up a little money and we go on a trip somewhere. Oh. And it's not, sometimes we have a little more money, sometimes we have a little less, so that depending on what we have in our budget is what we do. But a couple of years right before COVID, we took a trip to the Midwest because it was our intent to see all 50 states. And yeah. We now have seen all 50 states. Wow, which is cool. congrats. Um, but um, yeah, I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> so you yeah. should add that to your resume on uh, <laughs> JustinBlue.com. Right. Is it JustinBlue.com? Yeah. It is JustinBlue.com. Okay. There you go. Yes. So, but it, but, uh, Spell B E L E W. That's everybody. right. That's right. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> um, Make sure you subscribe. No, I'm just kidding. That's, and what you're supposed <laughs> to, to the Run the Race podcast. That's right. That's right. Yeah, to the, there you yeah, go. To the yes. Run the Race podcast. Now that one we do want you to do. So uh, the, anyway, we went to the Midwest and we I was having to see like the flyover states like Kansas and Nebraska and a sure. Few. And so we got out there and um, the day before we were supposed to fly back home, we were in Wichita about to drive back to Kansas City where we we're going to fly back. And we had heard on the news that there was going to be a blizzard coming in. Hmm. And so we're in this like little, you know, classic car, you know, economy car, rental car. And I, so we're driving back. We, it starts to snow. The snow's it's all night it snowed. The snow is three feet, feet thick. We go to bed and there's no snow. We wake up, it's three feet of snow. I mean, it was that insane. We're driving back. Uh, we're driving through this, and on the interstate, you don't see anything other than the car in front of you. You that's, can't see scary. You can't see a sign. You can't see signs. Yeah. You can't see a wall. You just see the car in front of you and its lanes. And then every few miles, you have to pull over, and they give you this ice pick. And they, they, the rental car company gives you this ice pick, and everyone drives around with them in their car. And you literally beat the crud out of your car to get the ice off of it. It literally breaks apart like sheets and falls yeah. down. As long and as it, your windshield doesn't break. Yes, because the, it's so cold and so snowy that your defrost won't get rid of it. Like it, wow. you don't have enough heat. Your engine and stuff can't melt the snow fast enough. And I, I was like, wow, that is some snow. <laughs> so the people who do live in those regions, I get it. Like, a, you know, I don't, and I sometimes wonder, like when they say, let it snow, let it snow. Like we want it to snow. Like, yes. These guys in the, in the poem, I mean, in the, the writers happen to be a warm day. <laughs> but if you're living in that community where you have to beat the ice off of your window with an ice pick, I'm thinking they're like going, let it, be sunny. Let it be sunny. Let it be sunny. <laughs> it's, uh, it's right. It's right. Let it. Let it be sun. Let it be sun. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's yeah. rom- it's romanticized, and yeah. you know, it's funny. One of the people, one of the groups that has covered this song is ninety eight degrees. So you know that there you go. Oh so, wow, yeah. ninety eight yeah. degrees. My <laughs> wife would be. She would love that. Yeah, that she's all the the NSYNC, all the boy bands. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm like old school. I like you know Frank Sinatra covered this song. It released it as a single in nineteen fifty. Yep. So well, here I'll give it. I'll give it a rip. What, do you do you know what I, I didn't research this one? How long uh, 
what year was this song written? You 1945. Said? So, okay, so it's a post-World War II. 75 years old. Yeah, right at the end of World War II. It's That's, almost as old as us. It is. It feels like it, but it is as old as our parents. I'm, I'm, almost, almost. For, I'm almost 47, and you're uh, 46-ish? I'm forty, almost 46. Okay. Yeah, I'm right, right behind you. Right there you behind go. You. But you're in a lot better shape than me. So. No. <laughs> this is, uh, well, I don't know if my voice is in, in as good a shape. We'll see. I, <clears throat> let's see what key I want to be in. Okay. Well, you want to sing a little bit of yeah, it? Yeah, I'll sing a uh, yeah. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It doesn't show signs of stopping, and I bought some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. When we finally kiss goodnight Now I'll hate going out in the storm But if you really hold me tight All the way home I'll be warm Everybody, The fire is slowly dying And my dear, we're still goodbye But as long as you love me so Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow Or if you read the modern version, it ends like this let it snow. <laughs> I just want there, There's a, there's a, uh, no, know, that's it. That's I it. love, Harry, you know, I don't know, you, Harry Connick Jr. Oh, yes. Does this song. I'm a big fan. I, I grew up like loving that jazz swing music. He goes, uh, it ends with, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Yeah. So he kind of, you know, yeah. adds a, it's a little, I mean, it's not just like yeah. just repetitive. Yeah. Where, let where, it yeah. snow, let it snow, let it, yeah, he has it. Yeah. I don't think anybody would ever uh, start a, a, make a song called Let It Rain, yeah. Let It Rain. Let it, I don't think, yeah. does anybody want it to rain? <laughs> well, if you own, if you own a, uh, a wedding venue like my wife and I do now. Okay. We just Congrats. bought we bought one uh, right about the time we did this last year, you, we bought one. You don't want it to rain, right? Well, or, we do. We oh, don't we want do. it to rain on Saturdays and Sundays when they get married, but during the week when our grass needs water so it looks pretty, we need it to rain. So, so I want it to rain. So God, Monday. if you're listening, just uh, can you rain yeah. make it rain like say Monday through Thursday in the middle of the night? <laughs> And then maybe yeah, if that's isn't there? Uh, there's a temptation song. Very well, I wish it would rain. But something like that. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Oh, and then there's Prince. Purple rain. I don't know that that's it. Isn't that Prince? Yeah, it is. Very good. <laughs> yeah, purple rain. I couldn't. I mean, you sounded just like him. So I just. I do. I I, yeah, like I look I like him uh... too. I have the same. <laughs> Um, and you know, it's, uh, you know, let it snow. We're talking about kind of the cold times. So we're going to kind of stay on that a little bit. Um, there's a song, uh, baby, it's cold outside, which is a, a great tune. Uh, you know, I think you and I are going to try it. We're just gonna have some fun with it because we'll have, because there's a female and a male part. And, uh, this song has a little bit of, I guess, recent controversy to it. Um, it, uh, in 1944, Broadway legend, Frank Losser, originally wrote that that jazz standard, Baby, It's Cold Outside. It was kind of a playful call and response duet for him and his wife. They were just going to perform it at housewarming parties, and and uh, you know, they were famous people. And um, then uh, in 1948, the song was put on a musical, and it even won Best Oscar for Best Original Song in 1950. But um, it's kind of uh, changed a little bit. Um, and uh, it wasn't even like, you know, what was it? Is it a Christmas song? As some people ask that. 
And uh, the lyrics don't really have anything to do with the holidays, but and it was featured in the movie Elf. Uh, Zoe Deschanel and Will Ferrell uh, sing that song. I think she's in the shower and, and he's like the kind of creepy, uh, you know, kind of elf. That's, yeah. that's, uh, outside. So again, the, the creepy right. aspect of it. You it know, is, He's yeah. kind of singing along with and they, her. You know, the, in that movie, that scene, because Will Ferrell was so innocently perceived in so, that, yeah. because he was so, you know, like a child, yeah. it didn't come off as creepy as it would have been had... It, it had a regular dude been standing yeah. in there watching her in the shower. <laughs> yeah, like Ryan Reynolds walks up right, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> right, yeah. And, uh, but Will Ferrell, I mean, he's like, you know, Santa, I know him. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yes. And I, the, there's probably, I ha, I hear more people at this time of year quote that movie than I think, in, it seems like than any other movie. It's like the, you smell like beef and cheese or you sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> exactly. Or all Yo, the, well, he's an angry elf. Right, exactly. <laughs> yes, all the there's so many classic lines and that movie was just not expected to be. I mean, you know, Will Ferrell's got, you know, he's got a he's got clout and he certainly got uh, his list of movies that are, are good, but that movie I never thought would be that popular. There's even a, a a Broadway like a Broadway show of it. Yeah, now. yeah, and uh, it was 2004, so almost 20 years ago. Wow! And uh, then Baby, It's Cold Outside. The controversy kind of really took off uh, a few years after that movie. Uh, it was you know went out on social media and the popular humor uh, website Funny or Die. They released a parody video that went viral. And that video they had a, a this creepy duo dragging. Duke guy dragging his date back to the bedroom and uh, there's been a lot of analysis about the lyrics by feminist writers and stuff so it's been called like a, a, a date rape song or whatever and so it's there's some controversy behind it but we're just having fun with it we're not you know we're not changing their lyrics either. Yeah, at least. we're not we're supporting. Not. <laughs> we're not supporting uh, any of those things. No, 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 but, no sexual misconduct but, you know, here. But and, think, and plus, you know, we we're both married here to to our to our that's wives. That's right. But so, but, um, it, in, but in fun, I'll sing the girl part. Okay, it's it's playful. It's, well, I guess it's a girl part. I guess like I don't really. I guess it. Could I mean, be, it could be. Well, nowadays it depends any, on how you identify. Yeah, you know, exactly. So, whoever yeah, loves so. whoever, we'll just go with that. And then that's right. That's yeah. Right. Well, but, I mean, we, I, we, I love you in God's way. That's right. Exactly. Me too. Yeah. And in traditional, this would be the girl's part. And this is. And this is tough because you kind of have to like uh, uh, kind of you talk or sing over each other. Or That's right. the, ti- the timing is is so. I'll let you do your part. Oh, and I'll this try is to. So weird and funny. All over. <laughs> I really can't stay. But baby, it's cold outside. You got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been been hoping that you drop in. So very nice. I'll hold your hand there just like ice. My mother will start to work. Beautiful, what's your hurry? My father will be pacing the Listen floor. to the fireplace roar. I really better scurry. Beautiful, please don't hurry. <laughs> Maybe just a half a drink. Put some records on while I pour. Neighbors might think. Baby, it's bad out there. Say what's in this dream. No cabs to be had out there. I wish I knew how. Your eyes are like starlight now. To break this spell I'll take your hat, your hair looks swell I ought to say no, no, no Mind sir. if I'm moving closer At least I'm gonna say that I tried What's the sense of hurting my pride? I really can't say Baby, don't hold out But baby, baby it's, it's cold Outside <laughs> there but yeah. But, uh, but yeah it's i mean it's it's i think it, we were off the whole time play, it's playful <laughs> and they, it's been rewritten actually i just heard a recent version by i think john legend and kelly clarkson so yeah very more recent right and they were saying you know you know i'll call you a cab or i'll see if i can get you a ride and 
all that kind of stuff, which is fine. Listen, hey, listen. It's people, like, so yeah, I, this, we this, can is both, a, this is the non-PC version. Where, we can both where we agree can do whatever this was, we want. This was the not J&J. the this was not the Me Too movement. <laughs> Like no, theme song, no. and we we but highly respect that. We understand. We and, do and listen, understand. Listen, it. But, and, but and we're, we're not, not. We have no intention. We're 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 having a Christmas special here and talking about those songs. And yeah, and those know. are real. Those are real issues in society. Yes, uh, and they like you know, and so songs. Sometimes it's weird how even in culture, like not to make light of something serious, but like a song like that when it, in its inception was never that that was culturally no one was thinking. That way, you know, yeah. there was some, there were things happening behind the scenes that people didn't see until obviously years later. So we have to, when you sing a song like that, you have to take it in context, like everything else. It's like, you have to be able to sit back and go, all right, this was written in an era where, uh, these things were a little, the social issues were a little, a little more vanilla. We, yeah. we knew less maybe, maybe now that we know more. I, you know, I respect the fact that they changed the lyrics. That's yeah, cool. this was the late this was the late nineteen yeah. forties, uh, yeah, a different absolutely. time. A, but but I mean, listen, like, hey, I think you know, do do whatever you want to do. Right? Yeah, I, I totally. Think, you know, we're gonna do what we're gonna do. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna and, follow. And, uh, I'm we, gonna and, follow and, uh, Jesus. All sides respect. Right. The, the, yeah. the, the, the election's over, so now we can all kind of you know, oh, yeah, yeah, kumbaya totally. and get along. Absolutely. And speaking of kind of, I'm so glad it's over too. Aren't you? I'm so glad. Going on. No more texts. You know. Herschel and Raphael, I, you know. Yeah, I, I wish you, you both. Our the, votes I and, wish you know, both the best. Like, exactly, just leave me yes. alone. God but. love you. You know, God save America. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, um, and uh, you know, kind of on the theme of being cold and Christmas and snow, um, you know, and, and this this next song has to do it starts with us about the weatherman. And so uh, a friend of ours, uh, you know, we talked about having special guests on the podcast. A friend of ours. Tim Maggard, who you know well, and uh, he's a great veteran and songwriter. He uh, he joined us, so uh, here's a little bit of uh, our conversation as he uh, joins us on the J&J Christmas Music Extravaganza. Our special guest for this Christmas special, Tim Maggard, um, who is a local Army veteran and uh, songwriter, has written a lot. In fact, he co-wrote a song with our friend Justin Ballou, uh, The Way in a Manger, which uh, we sang last year for the Christmas special. So, uh, Tim, uh, thank you so much for being with us. It's great to be here, Jason. Yeah, absolutely. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. We're uh, a few weeks away, so looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, we wanted you to come on and and sing a song uh, so that Maybe they get a break from Justin and my voice as well. So um, you and I were talking about, you know, you're from Tennessee. I am. And so we're going to do Tennessee Christmas, or you're going to do that by Amy Grant. Uh, You know, kind of an old-fashioned, old-school Christian Christmas song. But you're from Tennessee, right? I am. So uh, so this has a special place in your heart and your wife's, right? It does. Uh, You know, my wife, we were dating when this came out. Wow. And um, I'm from Tennessee. She was from Southern California. There's a little bit of Southern California in the song too, so this has become her favorite song of all time for Christmas. So when you said, let's do Tennessee Christmas, I'm like, yes, it's my wife's favorite song. A tender Tennessee Christmas, the only Christmas for me, right? That's and right. and uh, your team, the Vols, are, are doing, they beat Alabama this year, so I know you're happy about that, oh, right? This, this also goes out to all my Alabama fans out there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I will take it away for us, Tim. Okay. Come on, weatherman. Give us a forecast, snowy white. Can't you hear the prayers of every childlike heart tonight? 
Rockies are calling, Denver snow falling. Somebody said it's four feet deep, but it doesn't matter. Give me the laughter, I'm gonna choose to keep. Another tender Tennessee Christmas, the only Christmas for me. Where the love circles around us Like the gifts around our tree Well, I know there's more snow up in Colorado Than my roof will ever see But a tender Tennessee Christmas Is the only Christmas for me a tender Tennessee Christmas is the only Christmas for me. Beautiful. Great job. Fantastic, Tim. You know, 1983 song by Amy Grant and re-recorded by her in uh, 2016, so just about six years ago. She said she wrote it with Gary Chapman. Uh, they were newlyweds at the time in uh, summer of 83. They were traveling, you know, Nashville, Franklin area and, and uh, you know, trying to make a, a Christmas record. And uh, so now it's a, you know, contemporary classic. I mean, you know, I remember I grew up in the 1980s and I remember hearing that song and um, a lot of changes, obviously, her and Gary no longer together, but uh, it uh, you know it kind of harkens back to just just the you know the up in the mountains and kind of the snow and Christmas time, right? Absolutely, Tennessee Christmas, man. Yeah, you know it's a very special song. That whole record's really good. I love that whole record. We break it out every Christmas and sit around with the candles lit and the Christmas tree lit and. Maybe have some hot apple cider. Yeah, yeah. And and as a you know, as an army veteran, I know you know you maybe have spent a lot of time you know and know a lot of soldiers and veterans who have not been able to be with their family around Christmas time. So what, what do you what does this year this time of year mean for folks, whether it be a veteran and soldier or or just any of us? Well, you know, um, now that you bring that up, it's Army Navy week. So go Army, beat Navy. <laughs> um, and you know, I'm thinking about when when I actually think a lot about people who are deployed or uh, moms that don't have their kids with them that are deployed or wives and kids. I, we have a good friend that's deployed right now. Um, she's a single mom. So um, think about them and you know, they, they miss being home and their families miss having them. So it's always a, a you know, bittersweet time of the year, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, we appreciate you, Tim, being a part of the uh, J&J Christmas Music Special. And I know, uh, you know, you, you want to sing us out with some, uh, maybe some, uh, you know, any other songs, you know, maybe, Christmas? Maybe Feliz Navidad. Hey, hey, bring, bring it you to want us. To? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> Feliz Navidad. All right, here we go. Feliz Navidad. What does that mean? Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. Oh, there we go. Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad y prospero año y felicidad. <laughs> I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. That's right, Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. 
I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Feliz Navidad. (laughs) Well, Merry Christmas, Tim. Feliz Navidad. (laughs) We'll see ya. Feliz Navidad, everybody. All right, well, Tim was having some fun with us and wanted to sing an extra song, Feliz Navidad. And uh, and I know that, Justin, you, um, you know, obviously we talked about, I talked about with him about how you, uh, you guys co-wrote uh, The Way in a Manger, which we sang on the last uh, last year's episode of the J&J Christmas Music Extravaganza. So, I mean, you, you enjoyed working with Tim. And, and, and I mean, it's it kind of co-writing songs is, a, is an art as well, right? Yeah, I have... Um... Uh, yes, it is, it, and it's actually the most common way songs are written now. Like co-writing gives you a few advantages. One, you have more ideas brought to the table. There you go. Two, you have more people in the pot who are have invested interest in making the thing do some have some life to it and quality. So yeah, yeah. So you have more budget because if uh, if me and you are working on a project together and we're spending our own resources. We're now using my resources and yours, so we have a little more money to spend on the production yeah, of it. Yeah. And then you have um, also all of the connections and of all the places of where, like social media outlets that you have and I have. So, you know, it's like, a, it's, it's very group think, but like, you know, if I have a thousand friends and you have a thousand friends, now we have 2,000 friends. Like yeah. Just, and so, and because the no one really cares who wrote the song, they care about whether they like it. And so, and there's also these, there's these kind of rules in the music industry. Like if I, if you and I write a song, if you write one word and I write the rest of it, you still have, you still own 50% of the song. Wow. It's just the, it's just how the rules go. Like it's because they, there's sort of a, uh, an understanding that like you're just being in the room may have been what inspired me to come up with the next part or vice versa. It could have been vice versa as well. That's how it is for me. And yes. being in your studio, I'm inspired by you. Just uh, sitting yes. across from Justin. I hear it. Yeah. It's, it's actually pretty, it, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's cool. And songwriting is fun like that. Uh, thank you for that. And, and Tim's a great guy. I mean, Tim he, is a great he, he's guy. very down to he, earth. He's, and a, has he's, fun. A, he's a, a veteran. He served as, uh, as an army captain when he uh, got out of the army, his wife, Kathy's amazing. He's got a daughter that works in, um, uh, one of the local schools is a drama teacher, so Great. he's well invested in our community. He uh, he's a fellow believer like you and I, and he and he loves uh, he loves the Lord, but he also he loves music. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he. Uh, I'm glad we got to play that song. That was yeah, cool. absolutely. Yeah, he did a great job with it, and um, you know, kind of staying with the international flavor. Uh, Mele Kimiki Maka um, is. Uh, you love saying. Is, that. I love saying that. I, I could just. I was. I was telling Justin <laughs> before Kimiki. off mic that I. I love just walking around. Mele Kimiki Maka is like I know how to say it. Like, haha, look at me. I know Hawaiian. I you know? speak Hawaiian. <laughs> Mele Kimiki. Mele Kimiki. Mele Kimiki. Is that English? Yeah. No, it's uh, it's like I don't know if I I don't I, I don't know if I, I guess can it's say a Polynesian the, language. What is what yeah. is, where does it come from? Like Melika Hawaiian Maka. It, it is means, it's like the original language. Yeah, it's of the, the Hawaiian language. way to say Merry Christmas. You're gonna hear it on the song. See, yeah, Melika Miki Maka recorded. You know, obviously, the best version, uh, best known version, is 1950. Um, it was Bing Crosby, and he was duetting with the Andrew Sisters again, a group that kind of gave that. Um, you know, um, that kind of that background vocals has been covered by Jimmy Buffett, by Bette yeah. Midler. But what I know it from most, and the reason why I can say it so well and, and know the words, the lyrics, 
It was a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation movie. Yeah, it was. Which one of my favorite movies. We talked about Elf earlier. I mean, that's a great movie with Chevy Chase. And, that uh, there's the R&B. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uncle Eddie. Or, yeah. yeah, I and, love it. And, yeah. Uh, and, she, and so obviously the, the whole motive of you know uh, Clark Griswold in that movie is he wants to get that bonus, that holiday bonus, because right. he's going to put in a pool. And so he wakes up one morning in his pajamas and he looks out the window and this song comes on. And he's imagining this pool being in his backyard, um, and uh, obviously, you know, you have to watch the movie if you haven't already. But, yeah, that's uh, a that's classic. a mandatory Christmas special. That is good, clean family fun. So if you haven't seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, you've got to watch it. Yes, great movie. Yeah. Melly Kamiki. So, so I'm going to sing a little bit of it. I'm I'm going to try to do um, the Jason Dennis. Bing Crosby version of cool. it. So, we're even going to do. Uh, we're going to do it on is, our, you, you got the ukulele. Yeah, right? this is a true. This is a true Hawaiian ukulele from uh, from Waikiki. So I, I got this while I was there. <laughs> really? Did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. This wow! Was, yeah. Look at that. It's uh, very yeah, nice. It was made in made in Hawaii, and it's. It, this is not. This is just the interesting thing about people don't know this, but the ukulele is a truly Hawaiian instrument because it took some of the Polynesian culture and the guitar of the American culture and blended them together to create. And they're made from a wood called koa. Hmm. And koa wood only grows on the big island of Hawaii. It's the only place in the entire world. Wow. So it, this is a, the, that you, you see it in some furniture. It's very expensive, but it's a, that's a truly it, like people associate it with Hawaii because it's truly Hawaiian. Now, of course you hear people do all kinds of stuff with it, but uh, yeah. But it looks like a, like a, it's like a mini guitar. It does. Right? It yeah. kind of does, and that's sort of the vibe. So we're gonna. Yeah. Uh, so I can't wait for all your fans to hear you sing this correct, correctly, <laughs> word for word. Word for word. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. All right. maka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land. No, it's 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 a fun song this time of year, and and it's good to have you know because we had Feliz Navidad and and so right. and and uh, a lot of these songs uh, you know you want to because Christmas is celebrated not just in America it's celebrated all over the world uh, the the birth of Christ and uh, you know he came for not just the United States he came for us all. So. That's right. That would be one of those uh, that would be one of those places in the world where they would sing Let It Snow Let It Snow Let It Snow. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Not, yeah, cuz yeah. they don't I don't I guess they not don't get Ontario, much snow Canada. in yeah. they don't get much snow in Hawaii. I Has it think. even ever I wonder if it's even ever snowed in Hawaii. I I don't know. I'll have I to bet. check with the uh, Storm Team 9 meteorologist. Yeah, yeah, so y'all have to ask cuz they uh, somebody in that somebody in that room would know the answer to that yeah i'm gonna guess probably not no no probably it's not. probably not like it's too far south i would think yeah but probably. they do get those they do get those cold uh big waves that come in from you know like the north shore waves the yeah the, the bonsai pipeline all that that comes from the cold waters but i don't think it brings i think 
I think the water's different than the snow. <laughs> oh, I haven't been to Hawaii yet. I, I'm trying to, you know, I, um, I'm trying to, to run a marathon in all 50 states. That's cool. Um, so, because I, I know you've already done that. You've already run a marathon. Yes, I have or, run. Or, I've run to a Burger King in all 50. <laughs> in all 50. <laughs> I'm sure they all have. Run to the drive or whatever. So I, yeah. I'm about 20 in, so Hawaii is on my list. Uh, that that might wait till the end. It might be kind of the part of the, the grand, coup de grace, the grand yeah. finale. Yeah. Have you done Alaska? I haven't done Alaska yet. That's going to be towards the end as well. Yeah, so. see, that one would be fun for you because you can run up in the mountains and it, the that's of all fifty states. Now that I'm an expert, of course. Yeah. <laughs> my next one, I'm going to be. The, uh, I think my, Alaska is the prettiest state. Yeah. It, well, the next one, I'm going to be possibly in Vegas. So, uh, so I, and I can I'll sing Blue Christmas for them while there. You know. Would, uh, would you run through uh, run through this like through the street? I just I just run through all the chapels. I just kind of go through. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So you do an Elvis I keep getting married every time. Every mile, I get married to somebody. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's kind of how Vegas works. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, we were talking about on this special how Christmas, um, you know, obviously is about Christ and about um, you know Jesus coming. Uh, more than two thousand years ago, and so we obviously there's some you know famous songs that that people know. You know we did some uh, last year. We did some some songs that uh, people know, uh, like uh, "O Come, O Come, Emmanuel," and and last year we did um, probably one of I know your and I's favorite songs, my wife's favorite song, "O Holy Night." We did that last year on this uh, special, but we've got some ones I know that. You know, um, O Come All You Faithful is one that a lot of people sing in church. I know our church, Solid Rock, uh, has a Christmas Eve service, candlelight service every, you know, Christmas Eve. And and uh, they, um, this is a song that usually we sing together because people really know the lyrics. And um, obviously this is a, a hymn that is about the, you know, it's, it's in worship to Jesus. He sacrificed himself for our salvation um, and in Luke 2.15, it says, When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened and which the Lord has told us about. So, you know, you can imagine these shepherds kind of sitting around saying, Hey, uh, let's, let's head to Bethlehem. We've heard about this uh, amazing thing that's happened. So it's an invitation, come all ye faithful to Bethlehem. So, you know, from the singer's standpoint, you know, it's, it puts you in the mindset of the, the shepherds who rushed to see Christ the child, um, and it's also talking about the fact that many want to or have journeyed to Bethlehem in their hearts for more than two thousand years through the Bible. I've actually had a chance to to go to Israel and and uh, be in that area and just uh, to walk where Jesus walked, and it's amazing. But uh, this time of year, that's what it's about. It's, it's you know kind of come all you faithful. That's cool that you've been. See, I haven't been there. I haven't been to the Middle East. It's been any country. I've been to thirty six countries, but I have not been in the Middle East. Thirty six countries, fifty states. All fifty states. Yeah. Wow. But I want to go. I just haven't been able to go yet. The, the further away you go, the more expensive it gets. The more time it takes to do it. <laughs> it does. Uh, that's cool that you've been. You there, need to have right? more clients coming here for for twelve hour sessions. That's right. Stuff, I need right? more and more of those. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and another thing about this song too that's cool it, it's it is got it's a very very ancient christmas song it's mm. one of the it's one of the oldest uh one of the oldest ones we have it, in fact in the latin adesti fidelis is how you it's what we know it as you actually have some people still sing it in the latin uh uh particularly gonna, in some of the liturgical church i'm not but in some <laughs> liturgical churches you still have them but um i'm looking here and it's even it says like like they they have different Parts of the song were ascribed to different um, priests and different writers that go in back and to or to the early 1600s. Wow, uh, 1604 uh, is uh, one of the writers. So 
That's a it's a very ancient, very ancient Christmas song. So what you're saying is he he when he wrote it he didn't post um, post the lyrics on Facebook. He did not post it on Instagram Facebook, and he or... didn't uh, and he probably didn't get all the copyrights you know that he probably should have gotten. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you and I can just sing it, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but it is still yeah, it's still a beautiful, beautiful t- tune, and uh, well, maybe we can sing it together because yeah. I think you know that's the I, I when I think of Christmas, I think of like everybody gathering, whether it be the family or gathering at church and singing songs like this because it's it's uh there's some songs that are very slow. This one's got a little more like it's like joy to the world. It's got a little more uh, like upbeat spirit to it, right? That's right. Uh, it does. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the King of angels. Oh, come let us adore. That's it. That's like that's the gospel right there. Yeah, you know? it's simple. Yeah. Uh, I, and it's it's also uh, they don't actually know if this was originally um, a, a Christmas song per se. The uh, other the other than the line about Bethlehem, it has there's no reference to anything um, Christmas yeah. in the rest of the tune and all the other verses too. So it's talking about you know born this happy morning and yeah, singing exultation. The, the first verse has a Christmas reference. Other than yeah. that, it kind of goes into you know some other things. But it's a beautiful uh, beautiful hymn. Yeah. And, uh, and for sure, and it and it says over and over in the song, uh, talking about giving uh, to our Father glory in the highest. Yeah, and so that's you know this time of year. Sometimes we we get so busy in the hustle and bustle of you know uh, traffic and holiday shopping and and uh, buying this and that and setting up travel plans to go see you know three or four different families. And so we get in that uh, kind of that mindset of busy, busy, busy. Uh, just kind of stopping and taking a beat and saying, okay, so what was it like for these shepherds? What was it like for, for Mary? And, you know, and, and they're in a, in, a, in a manger. And so it's it's uh, it's just crazy to think back. And, and th- this song written um, almost 500 years ago. That's right. Um, it's wild. And there's another song, there's another Christmas song that um, we're going to do now. Yes. That is kind of a good follow-up to that. Sure. Away in a manger because... Like where "Oh Come All You Faithful" has its roots in uh, the language of the Latin language, kind of going back into the very early uh, hymn writing at the earliest era. This is a this is a little the "Away in a Manger" is a little more vague. Um, I was doing some research on it. It's pretty cool because they don't exactly know where this song came from. Hmm. They, the words are it came from the manger. Well, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, yeah. Exactly. There's no one. They don't have a. a, a tr- there's not a true writer to this song. Interesting. And it's not only is there not a true writer. There has been so many adaptations of this. Uh, in fact, I was looking. Um, you know, the we most of us, um, we we sing that 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 part of and uh, 
Um, and look down from the sky and stay by my cradle till morning is nigh. Yeah. But they like uh, uh, some of these uh, different variations in, in 1882 and stay by my crib watching my lullaby. Huh. And then in 83 it was stay by my crib to watch lullaby a few years later and stay by my cradle to watch lullaby. And then it changed to and watch by me always and ever be nigh. And then stay by my cradle till morning is nigh. That's starting to get closer to what we know. Yeah, yeah. And then you have some variations and watch over my bed while I slumber I lie and stay by my side until morning is nigh. So there's there was a seven or eight different versions all in the same period of writing where there's these you know, this is pre-Google, so yeah. people are, like, writing it, and, and there's little <laughs> variations, things, yeah. yeah. But, and, G- and that's what, I mean, Jesus, not just this time of year, but but all the time, is drawing us nigh, drawing us near to him, and, and he's asking, he says, listen, I want to know you, and I want you to come close to me. It's an invitation, and so, yeah. you know, and it's a free gift, and so he came for us and didn't have to, um, you know, and uh, just an, an amazing thing to think about. It's hard to fathom, for yeah. sure, so... Away in a manger, no crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus laid down his sweet head. The stars in the sky looked down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus asleep on the verse that has that all the changes the cattle are lowing the baby awakes but little lord jesus no crying he makes i love the lord jesus look down from the sky and stay by my cradle till Yeah, and that's such a yeah. simple song. You think about the fact that, like, sometimes songs are can be so complicated, um, but this one, like, even kids know it. Like, the, kids know, you know, Jesus loves the little children. Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. Those are just simple things. Like, this is the same thing, you know, away in a manger, no crib for a bed. Yeah. And, um, and so, guys, I mean, this was a manger. This was a, like, a, a, a shack in the middle of nowhere in Bethlehem. Yeah, and it, might have, I mean, it might have even been a cave. They yeah, I mean, he could have come in like saying, like, hey, I'm Jesus, you know, I'm going to be, you know, right in the thick of things. And But, I mean, he knew that it needed to be a humble he beginning did. because he came to to serve, but, you know, call, calling us to serve him. So, Wayne Manger is an amazing song. And, uh, we, you know, speaking of amazing songs, we talked earlier about uh, Silent Night. Uh, we actually, uh, I, I talked earlier about having my, my WTVM co-anchor, Barbara Goche, on. And she came on as a, uh, a special guest as well for this J&J Christmas music extravaganza. And uh, she uh, gives us a, a beautiful rendition of that uh, famous Christmas song as well. Awesome. Uh, we always love to hear from Miss Barbara. Whether she's telling the news or singing a song. Yeah, telling the good news. All right. All right, with us now is my co-anchor, Barbara Goche for WTVM. We we hear her singing uh, in the newsroom. and Sometimes it makes it on the news sometimes. It did tonight, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, Barbara loves to sing. And uh, in fact, what, what is your favorite Christmas song? Well, my favorite Christmas song is Oh Holy Night. Okay. Um, and Silent Night is also one of my favorites, but also like a modern day Christmas song. Yeah. I like um, 
Mary, did you know? Okay, that's gotcha. a, that's a good one too. You like that one too? Yeah, right? and some people like. I guess some people either love or hate the "All I Want for Christmas Is You" <laughs> by Mariah Carey. Yeah, I like. It. I was just mostly thinking about songs I like to sing when you say my favorite, but yeah. I, that, that one's okay. Now, do you sing more this time of year because you're in the kind of the holiday spirit? Yes, yes, you love I, this kind of music. Mm-hmm, I do, and I, I actually love to sing. And I used to, I, I used to sing a lot more, like in choirs and with my sisters, and you know, in our church and all of that. But I don't sing as much anymore. So I'm just setting it all up just in case my voice doesn't sound that great. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I mostly just sing in the shower or sing at my desk or sing during the commercials um, during the news. So I don't sing before in front of an audience well, I, I think you sing, you probably sing better than myself and Justin who are leading the way on this uh, podcast episode. And, you know, you're going to sing Silent Night for us. I, I looked up some history for it. It's more than 200 years old. It was sung back in 1818 on Christmas Eve. Um, and it was written uh, by a young priest in Austria, Joseph Moore. And he played it on the guitar along with singing with uh, Franz Xavier Gruber, who's the choir director who composed that song, uh, originally written in German. And uh, was first heard by Austrian villagers. And uh, really, the backstory is they were walking through and, and one, you know, kind of a very, very quiet, winter laden town. And uh, it was uh, it previewed, or I guess it originated in New York City in 1839. Mm. So uh, it was even sung on a battlefield during World War One. Uh, soldiers were singing carols back home when they had a truce temporarily so and this song you know there's obviously a spiritual biblical Mm -hmm. sense to the song as well I know you know you're strong in your faith as well yeah and you know whenever I sing Silent Night you know I immediately just flash to the night you think about you know the birth of Christ and you know I I don't know I, I feel like it really is the epitome of what the holiday season is really all about so I think it has deep meaning to a lot of people, very spiritual, very religious for a lot of people, even though, you know, a lot of kids sing, you know what I mean? It's kind of one of those songs that everybody knows and kind of universal, but it really truly is at the heart of the Christmas season. Yeah, the arrival of the newborn Savior that yes. we were talking about, Christ or Christmas. Right. So uh, without further ado, let's uh, let's have it. Okay, so let me just say this. Normally, I think like when I'm singing, people are like looking at other things, you know, there's a video rolling or, you know, they're looking. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not looking, I'm not looking. So my point is, because this is radio, they're going to really be listening to yes, my voice. So yes. think about other things, like envision, you know, the holy night that Christ is born. Think about all those things so you're not paying so close attention. Maybe they're to doing it. some holiday shopping while they listen. <laughs> Maybe yeah. not paying so close attention to my voice. <laughs> but all right, here we go. Going to mm-hmm. give it a try. Please sing along at home, in your car, or wherever you may be, mm-hmm. um, with me on Silent Night. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round young Mother and child, holy infant, so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heaven. Silent night, 
holy night shepherds quake at the side glory stream from heaven afar heavenly hosts sing alleluia christ the savior is born christ the savior is born. All right, that's excellent. I, I feel like we just went to church. All right, we're, we're in church, you know. It's, that, that's oh, awesome. It sounds it sounds amazing. But much better than I could do with it. <laughs> um, it is, it's like such a solemn song. You think yeah. about, like you said, you can almost close your eyes and think back to maybe what it was like, really, more than two thousand years ago, and just that silent night. We didn't know like this groundbreaking thing was happening. Yeah. And you know, just it, it happening, you know, in in a manger and in a stable, like we're just you know people just didn't know okay well this is what's happening yeah and it just makes you think today if it was happening today would we really even believe it was happening yeah you know what i mean would we really truly believe that christ the savior was actually born and you know i I think about all that all the time the, the faith that people had to have that that was truly you know, the Savior was being born that night. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if there would be breaking news on <laughs> WTVM or CNN at that time, but yeah. like you said, it's it's one of those things that uh, back then people maybe thought this is not any kind of a different kind of night. Right, yeah. and the communication back then was nothing like what we have yeah. now. I mean, people all over the world, the word got around, you know, and folks saw the star, and, you know, you just had, you, your faith was just so... Um, you know, it, it was dependent upon really, it was an internal thing, so internal because, you know, there was nothing to verify it. Like yeah. today, you're like, we must verify that this is actually factual. The verification came within you and knowing that, you know, Jesus Christ has been born. Our Savior yeah. is here. Absolutely. Well, you know, if, if people kind of want, want to hire you or want to <laughs> want to hear you sing, maybe because they hear this uh, Run the Race podcast, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll send them your way. I'm so, very uh, cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Barbara. I appreciate it. Thank you it. for having me. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Barbara sang beautifully, and I appreciate you know her uh, her kind words and, and talking, uh, sharing about her faith and and uh, what it what it meant on that that silent night. And um, so it's it's something that you know maybe we need a little more of nowadays in this world. Some quiet and just to kind of just. Uh, think about and and uh, you know pray and, and and look look higher in this time of just craziness around the holidays. Just stop and and enjoy uh, the silent nights uh, with your family and and with your church members and friends and those kind of things. So um, and there's you know been some uh, obviously uh, amazing songs written by and sung by uh, Christian artists. Uh, we, we heard earlier from uh, um, Tim Maggart singing an Amy Grant song. She had some classic, you know, songs like Tennessee Christmas. And and um, so, and, and Justin, you uh, you had a chance to work with a, um, a, a band as well that sang, uh, I heard the bells on Christmas Day. Yep, yeah, that's right. Mark and Mark and Megan. And that, yeah, they're uh, 
Crowns has got they're all they're coming out with all kinds of new records. Yeah, and Casting Crowns is, is an amazing group. I know you you got to travel the world with them. I did. I got well. I got to travel some. I got to do some stuff on the East Coast with them, and then I I toured with them on the uh, Life Song tour. Yeah. So if you remember, let my life song sing to you. That's just you on the front, right? Well, that was front yeah. Man. It was yeah. <laughs> I was doing everything really. They were just standing there. <laughs> They're just the eye candy. Yeah. No, those those guys are sincere and great and wonderful. I'm so thankful to to have worked with them in the past and still get to keep in contact with them. Yeah. As much as I can. And the Christian um, artists, like they, you know, obviously, just like any other artists, you know, they're kind of doing things. It's Christmas time. Hey, let's let's make a Christmas album, that kind of thing. And, and I know, um, you know, we talked about you know, Andrew Peterson. Um, I, I love his music. Such a distinct voice, kind of that high resolution or high pitch. I don't know. I, I don't know the music term for it. He's, he's my, yeah, he's one of my favorite, um, he's one of my favorite songwriters. Yeah. Just his ability to... Uh, capture stuff that nobody else thinks about in fact uh, i'm gonna do a song if it's cool i would love for you to that's one of his tunes and he uh he recorded this his his, he's good friends with another songwriter named andy gullahorn who is another christian songwriter and andy gullahorn's married to jill phillips jill phillips went to belmont she was a she graduated she she had a kind of a a pretty good music career in the mid-90s like uh in the christian music industry had some stuff chart on the radio and um, play. Um, and uh, Jill is the one who sings the recording of this. So mm. it's kind of sang from the uh, beautiful woman's voice. If you go back and this is a song you really should go and download and listen to. I'm going to do my best version of it. But this is what's cool is when Andrew wrote this song, he, um, he put it in a collection of tunes that tells the Christmas story uh, called Behold the Lamb of God. It's kind of a, it's like a, a musical that tells the story. It does, doesn't have acting in it. It's just singing. Yeah. But it just it's a tell, <clears throat> tells the complete story <clears throat> of the Old Testament all the way up through the birth of Christ. Wow. It's kind of cool. And in there, in the musical, there's this this song called Labor of Love. And where every other Christmas song seems to have this like this this picture of the of the manger being uh it's like it looks like the classic nativity scene where there's like donkeys and you know and everybody's wearing white and blue linens and it's clean and looks pretty and there's a light light shining from the sky right andrew andrew came down and said like no it was actually quite ugly it was pretty terrible actually and it looked more like a a triage unit you know um and and so he uh he kind of wrote this song and um and i just think it's beautiful and um it goes like this. Um, it was not a silent night. There was blood on the ground. You could hear a woman's cry in the alleyway that night on the streets of David's town. stable was not clean and the cobblestones were cold little Mary full of grace with the tears upon her face had no mother's hand to hold 
girl on the ground in the dark With every beat of her beautiful heart It was a labor of love And noble Joseph by her side Calloused hands and weary eyes There were no midwives on the streets of David's town in the middle of the night. I love this right here. So he held her and he prayed. Shafts of moonlight on her face. But the baby maker of the moon He was the author of the faith that could make the mountains move It was a labor of pain It was a cold sky above For the girl on the Every beat of her beautiful heart was a labor of love. For little Mary, full of grace, with the tears upon her face, it was a labor of love. Beautiful. What a All great right. song. Yeah. I don't do awesome. it justice, but I love the lyric. No, I love that. The baby in her womb was the maker of the moon and the author of the faith that yeah. could make the mountains move. Yeah. Like that people don't write like that anymore. And so Andrew's one of the like he's one of the guys who can still put down beautiful poetry. Like we're reading these ancient, you know, I feel like I feel like years from now people will read that, Christians will still read that and go, That's good. Like yeah. that's like there's nothing wrong with singing baby it's cold outside. Fun song. Yeah. But like okay, it's it's not not necessarily timeless. But like something like that's like that's the truth of the gospel, and it's super cool. You know? Yeah, and it, it's amazing. And even it starts off with you know there was uh, blood on the ground. I think that so right. o- so often it comes times, out swinging. Like, yeah, it's like, whoa. So oftentimes, I think um, when it comes to the Bible, when it comes to our stories, when it comes to like us like putting on this portrayal of what our life is like, we want it to look all polished. I mean, we, you know, we put it out, we put out the best version of ourselves on social media, you know, out in the public, but behind the scenes, there may be just chaos and things going on that people don't know. And and I've talked about this on the podcast with other folks about how, you know, you never know what somebody else is going through. And so you really you know, need to show grace, show mercy, like Jesus shows to us. That's right. And, um, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, we, we want to put that polish on, but I like the way he puts it, that he doesn't put that shine on. He doesn't, it does not, was not a clean night. It was not uh, just kind of like, okay, looks great. All right. Okay. Next, you know, and right. it was just, um, it was messy and uh, that's how our lives are. And it's okay to be vulnerable and, and, and share that and talk about how, like, look at what Jesus went through. I mean, it was messy the way his life ended as well. It, yeah. It, it, that's the thing. It's, it's weird. It's, is that the savior of the world had no beauty about him. And like, I mean, it's even written down like that he was, 
you know, he had, he didn't, nothing about him was noticeable. He was just, he looked yeah. like an average guy. He, but he died a bloody, cruel death. Yeah. He was born in a, in a, you know, a barn or a cave or a, yeah. a stable, whatever that looks like, whatever that meant. And that, possibly Mary crying right. like you talked. Oh, yeah. It was childbirth. Like, we, yeah. we have it all happen in an operating room <laughs> where it's clean and neat and there's needles and, and there's gloves and aprons. But, like, like yeah, yeah, like that line of it, there's no midwives. I mean, there's, like, Joseph is scared. Mary's scared. They're, they know something special about this baby. And then... It's but you know it's weird that we have this documentation of this like like the child the, the, of Jesus's birth. They obviously knew it was a big deal yeah. but because they no one would have bothered to write down and document the story of his birth if he was just, if 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 Jesus became famous or popular later. Like if he was, like you hear sometimes people argue that he you know Jesus he you know he just became popular and he he was just trendy and that's what made him you know start a religion. But like. One of the proofs to me that he was God was that his parents believed he was God early enough on that they documented these important inform these important facts about his birth that they later somehow got to the gospel writers. You yeah, know? Like and got it, and got out to the message. Got to the shepherds. Like, okay, oh, okay. Let, let me let's go see. Right. Like it's like you know it'd be it would if you were to. If you were, if you like, you know, Jesus, Jesus probably himself didn't give that information. Although I mean, he's God, he could have, I guess. But probably more realistic, Mary gave yeah. the writers that information, and so like you, you think like, all right, they sit down and wrote down like, okay, so wait a minute, you're saying there were angels in the sky, like the shepherds. She's like, well, I wasn't there. They, that's what the shepherds were saying. And you're saying like, this is the son of God. Like you're saying like you believed he was the, like you believed even then he was the son of God. Like yeah. it wasn't like he convinced you later on. And, uh, and then the song talks about Joseph as well. It's just so interesting because you don't sometimes think about his vantage point, like as, as both of us are husbands, you know, and you imagine your wife going through something, you know, like that, something traumatic, like childbirth in the middle of nowhere with no, not much help. And you feel helpless and you're just kind of there, like doing the best you can yeah, to absolutely. be like, to be I, Joseph. And I think, yeah, exactly. And I think that that's, you, you mentioned it to you, but I think for the listener, like, if your Christmas looks messy and gross, there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, like, not at there's all. There's nothing like that. Doesn't there? That is part of life, and yeah. so embrace it and find find the joy and and the beauty in in the in the story because yeah. there is some. There's some there. You used to dig for it a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, well, I mean, Jesus is the light. He is that yeah. that thing that we're looking for. And uh, he provides that hope when we maybe feel like we don't, right. we don't have any. Hope. But we at that time, in the, at the gospel, when Jesus was born, they didn't know. They didn't know he was going to die on the cross and become savior no. of the world and and pay the ransom of sin of all of humanity. Like that didn't they didn't they didn't know that at the time. It was like God has told me in a dream that I'm going to have a important child. They didn't understand what Joseph's wife, Joseph's betrothed wife has now got a baby that he's having to believe also from a dream. Like, you know, like, okay, I'm, this is weird, but okay, I'm going to have to trust this. And then, <laughs> like, there was no, that we didn't, we get the privilege of hope. Right. Like, you and I and the audience. But, like, we get to read the gospel and see, we get to see the end and hear the Hallelujah Chorus saying, as Jesus 
ascends into heaven and conquers death for once and for all. But back then they didn't know that. And so we have to like, I have a preacher friend who tells me like, your life right now, you're in the middle of something gigantic. You just don't know what it is. Like something's going on in world history right now that will later be revealed. You know, like we read, we read the Roman empire and its influence on the gospel. Like if you were just a regular Roman citizen 2,000 years ago, you didn't know, you didn't know. Like yeah. you were just doing your job. They didn't know the, the, people, the, the, the major yeah, was going to be right. that meaningful 2,000 years later. Right. That's right. Exactly. And, it, and so the weird thing that's happening in your life right now is, it's, you know, it's God and it's ordained. Um, and things will get better. I they, mean, they'll, they'll they, get better. They'll I mean, get better. We've all been but through. But perfe- there's a purpose for it. Like yeah, it's, absolutely. There's, it's weird to say and it's hard to say, but there is a purpose for when it. When you're going and, through that fire, you know, and you were talking yeah. about, you know, donkeys and other animals perhaps being at the stable and, you know, whatever the, whatever you, however you picture the scene. And so kind of uh, taking a right or left turn to, to different songs, I guess some more, uh, less serious, uh, you know, oh, yeah. uh, reindeer. Um, yes. you know, uh, so, but these, I, are, but I, these songs, these songs have meaning and purpose too. Right. Like I don't think there's any no. uh, reindeer. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe there was a reindeer at, at the uh, maybe at the manger. You know, maybe. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what animals were living in <laughs> in ancient Israel. I don't. I don't know. But. Yeah. Hey, and listen. This is interesting. Um, the you know um, the writer who created Rudolph. We were talking about sadness and people going through a lot of messy stuff. The writer who created Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, was actually grieving the loss of his wife. Okay, well that's actually relevant. To yeah, what we were Robert just about. Robert May. He was a copywriter for Montgomery Ward, a big department store back then. Obviously, yep. they did these mail order catalogs. He was working in their division. He was an employee, and his job was to write a story and create a marketable character for their coloring book, right? And so he started the process back in 1939, and that summer, his wife died from cancer. So he's writing a coloring book for Montgomery Ward, creating the the iconic character of Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. His wife dies from cancer. So his, did he invent Rudolph? Is he yeah, he guy? invented Rudolph, yes. Wow, yeah. okay. So his boss So tried, the song didn't... The song... Came from the idea. He, I well, thought, no, I actually, thought somebody came up with the idea. And the so, song came so later. all the other reindeer, you know, Dasher mm-hmm. and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, all those ca- characters, the Rudolphs, they were from Twas the Night Before Christmas. Okay, that's which what, was which was back in the 1820s. That makes sense. The okay. 1820s, you got all these other reindeer that have been created. Rudolph wasn't didn't exist. So 1820s, you got but he mentioned you got them in the Cupid, Comet, Donner, Blitz, and all those characters. And so the rest of the reindeer, so more than 100 years later, 1939, these execs from Montgomery Ward, they wanted a character to, to, for these coloring books they were giving out to kids who were coming to visit Santa. And so you know, Montgomery Ward, as a, a marketing tool, they said, here's That's some cool. coloring books. And uh, hey, uh, Robert May, can you just write a coloring book for us? And we he, know your wife just died, but try to be... His boss wanted to reassign him from the project. So once his wife died from cancer in 1939, he's like, hey, listen, I, we understand. That's actually this. cool. Yeah. You know, and he says, he insisted on finishing. He says, I needed Rudolph. He said, I, because what I was going through, I needed to complete the project. That's actually cool. I did, not, I did not research so there that. You go. That's pretty Rudolph neat. Rudolph threw it. Knows right so here. he actually, I, that's weird because in my mind, I always assumed Rudolph was an existing Reindeer that that was no, part. He, I didn't. I didn't actually make the link that he's the, the other. One. The other eight or ten or however many there are are all connected to the yeah. Twas the, the night old Christmas. yeah the story 18, and then Rudolph. 20s. He just added Rudolph to the mix. He just and added in our the mix. era because he made such an influence 
Um, he, I guess that's cool. Well, well, let's sing it together, and we, we'll start off with all those uh, all previous, classics. Previous, yes. Uh, uh, what um, is it? You know, Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen. There they are. Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall? There it is. <laughs> the most famous reindeer of all. Sing along, Justin. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, reindeer had a very shiny nose, like a light bulb. And if you ever saw you it, saw it, you would even say it glowed. Like, what was it? I can't. Like remember. a light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said it in the wrong time. That's all right. All of the other reindeer <laughs> used to laugh and call him names like Pinocchio. That's it. Never let poor Rudolph. Joining any reindeer games like Monopoly. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, What'd he say? Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? And how the reindeer loved him, and they shouted out with glee, Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. You'll go down in history. Like George Washington. There we go. You got it right this time. <laughs> okay, yeah. Sorry, I need to need to touch up my Rudolph skills. And it's interesting. Uh, this song, I was I was talking to my family about, you know, a, a song list. And as we come up with kind of what we're going to do for this J&J Christmas music special. Again, thanks for listening to the podcast. And Absolutely. We've got a couple more songs for you. But uh, you've, you've endured this long, so you might as well hang on now. But uh, my family was talking to me about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. If you look at the lyrics, it's interesting. Um, some people, if you really kind of really dig deep into the lyrics, which maybe you wouldn't for Rudolph, um, it's kind of these other reindeer are, are bullies. They're not very nice. So like they they wouldn't let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer game. So that they're like they're like you know they're like making fun of his nose. <laughs> Look at this guy with his nose. He he can't no he he he's not with the cool kids. Rudolph is gonna be over here. You know you know they they never let him join any reindeer. They used to laugh and call him names. Think about that. That's that's a that's a bull. Those are bullies, right? They oh, are. Comet and Cupid and but um but then the end. What makes it I guess maybe worse for some folks is that like you know Santa picks Rudolph. And then they're all like, "Oh yeah, we, we love you, man." You know, so you you got so like he's only popular because Santa picked him, according to these bullies. These these are the reindeer. I, I know that's kind of harsh. I, right? No, I've never actually, <laughs> I've never thought that deeply about it. But yeah, I guess. Uh, it's like uh, think about David and all his <laughs> his brothers. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's kind of thrown out, but then when he's he's selected and he becomes like king. His brothers are like, oh, David, you know. So uh, so maybe David and Rudolph have a lot of similarities. Yes. Know? Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. I wonder if David had a red nose. <laughs> I, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess in, in the I guess in the love of it, like the yeah, I just I've never really thought of like I guess I guess they're trying to make the point that you can have something weird about you and it can be charming and endearing. It's what made Rudolph Rudolph was yeah. his, that it was his nose. So but I, mean, yeah, well, I guess right. that's a lesson learned too, that like, hey, listen, you know, somebody may look odd, they may act odd or whatever, or they may be different. Let's say different instead of odd. Um, and, you know, it's um, it's okay. Different's good, right? And different yeah. probably, you know, makes, because we're all like have our own things about us. And, you know, that's that's okay. That's I mean, it doesn't it mean fun. it's good or bad. It just means we're different. Yeah. Know? 
So Rudolph was different. Yeah. It, it also, I guess it's, uh, yeah, I've never really thought about that. Cause you know, like somehow Rudolph becomes the champion from that song. Cause like in all yeah. the, all the, you know, he now leads the sleigh. Like yeah. he's at the front. Yeah. He's the, he's also the odd, he's odd in the sense that he's the, there's eight other reindeer. Yeah. Right. It, but now there's nine. So he has to be, is it dude? He's odd man out. Yeah. 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 He's the odd man. So he goes in the front, like he's by himself. Right. Yeah. But he gets to be in the front. Yeah, so, like, man, Santa selects him. I'm gonna have to really like. I, I know, I, and I know. From now, from now on, like <laughs> we're gonna go viral. People are gonna think you called Comet and Cupid and Dancer and Prancer. You yeah. call them bullies? What? That's right. But I mean, it's just it's just it's just a thought, just something to think about. Things that yes. make you go hmm. Yeah. Things that make you go hmm. I forget. That's <laughs> and a- and you know, and Christmas time, we got I got a couple more songs here. One, um, one of my actually favorite songs. Um, they the Carpenters did a version of this song. It, it's Perry Como, I guess, maybe did the most um, iconic version. This was written by him. That's written, right. Actually, it was written by his frequent accompanist, Robert Allen and lyricist Al yep. Stillman. So and his song came out the year my dad was born, 1954. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a, that was, it's just kind of cool to me because to think of myself, like I have a, I can put a, ascribe a date to that. Like I think of my dad, like, okay, I know how old he is. And it's like, okay, this song is actually though, not as old as I thought it was. Yeah. Like the, like. 50s are, I mean, yeah, it's a while back, but it's not like these other songs we've been singing are centuries old in some cases. Yeah, and some, well, and some of the even cla- Rudolph, classic, yeah, yeah. Yeah, classic so, Christmas songs written back in the, because Rudolph for the Red Nosed Reindeer was just written about 10 years before or 15 years before this song. So, right, right, yeah. So that time period, the 30s through like the 60s, we had a lot of classics perhaps written that we, we still love, you know, 70 years That's later. right, that's right. The Bing Crosby era of. Yeah. Absolutely. And this, this has been covered by Robert Goulet, Jim Neighbors, Garth Brooks, Miss Piggy did a version of, and we talked about earlier, there's no place like, is in parentheses, and then Home for the Holidays is is the name. There's a movie named uh, Home for the Holidays, too. And so, uh, but Miss, I, I love the Carpenter's version. That, that's the version. Piggy. And the Carpenter's version, I mean, she, that's the iconic voice that you think of, um, the Carpenter's, you kind of think of Christmas, because they, um, she's just got this voice that was kind of like that, lower register female voice that you love, you know. I'll sing a little bit if you Can want you, to. Yeah, yeah. Sure, this sure, is yeah. your song, man. This is you. Okay. This is 100% you. Okay. I, I, and I, I love that you were talking about I the When I think of this song, I think Jason Dennis. <laughs> Maybe you won't after this. <laughs> uh, this is Perry Como and uh, Carpenter's All Kinds of Verse. Here we go. Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays. No matter how far away you roam When you pine for the sunshine of a friendly gaze For the holidays you can't be home sweet home I met a man who lives in Tennessee And he was heading for Pennsylvania And some homemade pumpkin pie Pennsylvania folks are traveling down the Dixie sunny shore From Atlantic to Pacific, gee, the traffic is terrific Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays Cause no matter how far away you roam If you could be happy in a million 
days you can be home, sweet home. For the holidays you can be home, sweet home. There it is, the jingle there, bells at the end. There we go, jingle bells at the end. It has two references to Pennsylvania there. I know you've been to, I, you and I have both been to Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting how they talks about, you know, we, we get kind of caught up in the holiday traffic, these now, the hustle and bustle. And so, you know, this is talking about, gee, the traffic is terrific. And, um, and the, you know, pumpkin pie and, and going home and, and um, you know, mentioning just, uh, you know, being happy in a million ways. Well, and it's also funny how they use that word terrific because we would like, they use it as like, it's awful. Like the traffic is awful. Yeah, I, I assume that's what they're meaning. Ter- terrific is uh, is not a uh, we think positive connotation, right? We not here, we, we use it as positive in this world. In this world, they're using it as like, uh, it's yeah, it's extreme, I guess. Yeah, but but I mean that's so true about you know you know home is where the heart is is kind of the phrase, but um, you know there's no place like home for the holidays, and so uh, it has that ending part, but there's no place like is the kind of the beginning part of the name of the song. Um, it's just interesting how you think about that. You envision like, okay, where do I want to be? You know, home, you know, and kind of being off work and surrounded by family and opening presents, enjoying some pie, you know, all those kind of things kind of just makes you feel like you're kind of cozy up. Yeah, it's a war- yeah, it's the it's that part of Christmas that you want. Yeah. But it's hard, you know, it's it's hard to uh, it's hard to differentiate sometimes between that and the crazy, you know. <laughs> yeah. like I, I jokingly tell my wife, I was like, sometimes it feels like everybody loses their mind the day after Thanksgiving. Yes. For like the next thirty days, you know. Yes. And uh, you know, you you it's you know for all the wild and crazy, and I guess it just goes with it, you know. It's it's part of the experience of of humans and the season of humans like. In that, and it's like the middle of winter. There's the the climate, the way the weather is, the 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 way people are thinking about things, the stress of family and gifts, and the expectations expectations of what's yeah, you know, what you're supposed to how how dinner should taste or be, or what you should get your wife or your husband or your kids, or can you find it? Is it available? How hard you know, like what are they? How heartbroken will somebody be if this doesn't happen? And yeah. I think that like. Maybe we like sometimes you just step back and go, you know what? This is just this should be fun. Like, yeah, like let's not over like worry about this. And that's kind of what that song kind of brings back to yeah. is like, hey, there's no place like home. For, hey, listen, it's all really that stuff, there. you know, all the traffic and the pie and the gifts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, listen, just think about like home, okay? Like, like let, let's let's simplify it. You know, there's no place like home for the holidays, and, and right. so they're saying all that other stuff. Does it really matter? Right. You know, and, and I like I like how it doesn't describe home, like where home is. It doesn't say I'm going to mom's house or I'm going to From Atlantic to Pacific. You know? Correct. But 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 like, you know, like when you think of home, do you think of your personal house or do you think of your family's house? Yeah. I think of both. Or grandma's. Right. I t- exactly, exactly. Like I think of which where do we have the family party? Yeah. 
that year, and that's what I think of. That yeah. that's what I think of as home. Even well, though I don't live there, I don't yeah. sleep there. We I'm, have the family party at our house. We did for about a decade. We're going to have it this year. We're going to host it. Uh, my wife uh, comes from a big family. She's the fifth child. Okay, and I then there's like twelve grandchildren. Everybody's married and with girlfriends or boyfriends. So at our house, we'll host about probably a total of thirty people. Wow. Okay. See, so that's that, super that cool. is a that is a big so party. That is awesome. So you probably. You and your family probably think of your house as home in that situation. So yeah. Jenna and I, we have no children. I'm the oldest. And so like in, uh, we we live in downtown in one of the condos in downtown Columbus. So it's a historic building. Our, our unit's very small. It's a one-bedroom little place. There's not enough room to host anybody. And if you have two guests in there, it's crowded. So we think of that. It's like that's just where we sleep. Home for us is... Either her parents or my parents, you know, or Bib City Sound, or yeah, yeah, that's right. Sometimes, <laughs> do you spend as much time here? Maybe as, well, I mean, in your apartment, right, there's <laughs> my, this house is twice as big as my house that I live in. There you go. So yeah. it's like it's like it's the you know it, for your listeners, my studio is in a house. Yes, so, but it's like it, it's yeah, it's kind of weird to think of. Like, I I think it's uh, how you think of home and personalize it. But yeah. that song is super cool. Yeah. And do you know the? Uh, do you ever? The, the thing that we always, there's there's two shows that we always watch right. every time I'm at one of my parents' houses. Christmas Story with Ralphie. The okay. And the, Which they've just redone. That's I, right. I, haven't seen it yet. I actually saw the HBO Max, I think. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I was surprised that, I was surprised at how good it, it was. It was actually a great movie for what it was. You can't, you're never going to be able to replace the original. I actually met. Uh, Ralphie, the actor. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, in Birmingham, uh, when I worked at Fox, Peter 6. Billingsley. Yeah, Peter Billingsley. Yeah. I um, they were coming through and touring, and so I interviewed him, you know, on camera. So, and they were doing a documentary at the time. It was Vince Vaughn's Wild Wild West Comedy Tour. It's a movie that went out on the theaters. It's on DVD, probably streaming somewhere. It's a, it's a. They did thirty cities in thirty days, and it was a vaudeville kind of comedy show that Vince Vaughn and Peter Billingsley kind of led. So I interviewed him. That's actually. And I, cool. I had to sign a release, so I'm actually in that movie you see me for about three or four seconds not you don't hear me but you see me interviewing peter billingsley that's cool on stage what was the name of the movie uh, vince vaughn's wild wild west comedy tour that's actually cool there you go you're in a you're in a movie i don't know if i'm famous do you have an i I didn't get to meet vince vaughn so i I don't get no 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 money but you you were talking about that's a classic i mean for me it's a wonderful life is something we watch every year my you know probably most uh, my one of my favorite movies of all time, not just Christmas movies. It's a Wonderful Life. Just How about the Charlie amazing. Brown Christmas? Charlie Christmas. Brown Christmas. That that's sacred. And they they took it off. It was on CBS for many years. They took it off, and now I think Apple took it over. But now I think they do allow you to watch it on PBS. I think it's coming up on December thirteenth. Yeah. Um, on that night, but uh, used Why to be did, something that everybody watched on like network TV. It was like watching uh, Wizard of Oz at uh, uh, Halloween. It was yeah. kind of the thing, and then like yeah. Or watching the Macy's Day Parade at Thanksgiving, which people still do. Yeah, and yeah, but Charlie Brown Christmas Special was a that was like you had to watch it. I mean, it was kind of like it's weird how the, the the social media in some ways has killed the like intentionality of watching a show because now we watch it just whenever we want to watch it. Like, oh, I'll just pop it up on Netflix or whatever, yeah. and that's cool, I guess. But there was you know back then when we were kids, like. It comes on at seven thirty. Yeah, like, yo, know, we have to be done. We have to be done. There with was presents. no or taping to, or no no pausing. Right. Yeah, like we got to like, or you would turn it on like, and it would be playing while you know something we're doing other stuff and whatever. Well, yeah, this inter- I look at some interesting things in nineteen sixty five. Uh, so long time, but before we were born, this song was introduced to the world on a Charlie Brown Christmas, 
And um, it's interesting, the animated classic almost did not make it to the air. CBS did not want Charles Schultz of Peanuts fame. They did not want him to have any religious references to the holiday. So, uh, and CBS said, you know, we don't want that. But then, you know, they, they backed down from that stance and let him have it. Because, you know, he could have just done a kind of, you know, cartoon and, and no re reference of Jesus or, or the birth or Christ. Um, but he was he was adamant about that. He says, "Listen, we're gonna. It's either that or you're not gonna get." Or we're it. doing, uh, yeah. Which I like that. You know, stand yeah. up for what you believe. Where do you go, in. Charles? Right. And I, I, it's weird to me that like, that like I, I was again. You and I are Christians, but like we respect other people's views. Like, Absolutely, we can't all be right. It's no. not our right. It's not my decision to decide who's right. That's God's decision. Yep. Or or, but or I mean, there's people who have all different beliefs. But it's weird to me that like TV feels like they should be the sometimes be the moderator of yes. of this is allowed what, but this is not allowed yeah like yeah. I like I yeah because you're welcome to turn there, the TV to turn or, channels right and there's yeah. A, yeah that's right exactly and I think I think as long as a person is sharing it as their opinion and not as like we the news station believes this like I think that's getting you know, out of control but like if, but you as Jason Dennis I like yeah. that you can share what you think. Within reason, and I'm thankful that you know we have in some of the local networks are able able to do that to yeah. some degree. Uh, and I think that like here in town, like it's we're thankful that we live in a conservative city that maybe that sometimes it allows us to do that. Yeah, yeah. But it's weird that even back then, like he couldn't share the you know that what everybody knew at the time was this is the Christmas story. Like this yeah. is what we do. It's like, but it's just bizarre. Like it's like, and I, even back then we have to you know we're always having to. You have to you have to just stay the course and believe, you have to stay you know like this is if if it's true and we believe it it's true yeah and uh, and, and you yeah, know yeah. If, if he if he didn't succeed at it then he was he was he wanted to succeed with having those references yeah to God. I'm think, these I'm are, proud. these are kids like Charlie Brown coming yeah. up with a, a Christmas play and I mean it's a it's a it's a great story it's always yeah, fun it's to innocent, watch but but yeah. there but there's a a deeper meaning to it. Correct. I mean, they they do not shy away from telling the the true right, Christmas which story. is what I'm. That makes me. I like it when somebody is resolute in their like, even if I disagree with them. Like the the to be resolute in what you believe shows strength to me. And then the music uh, from <laughs> that uh, that you know, thirty minute animated special is great as well. I mean, it's very like soothing, jazzy, you know, like they, <clears throat> I think they do a version of O Tannenbaum, you know, dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun, they dun, also, dun, 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 yeah. dun, There's also, uh, Christmas time is here. Yeah. And so I didn't even know, I mean, I knew there were lyrics, but I didn't know the lyrics. I knew, I just know the instrumental version of that. I do too. Actually, uh, here, I'll play, yeah, play it for us. That'd this be great. is, I know we're kind of wrapping the show up here in a second, but, how about a little of this? this yeah, is, it'd be uh, great to close this out. I mean, it's a classic song. Let's put in a key you can uh, sing it in. Let's see. Oh, so. why don't you just sing it? Yeah. <laughs> we can sing it together. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a weird, it's a low register. It is. So, yeah. like, uh, Christmas, Christmas time, time is here. Happiness, Happiness and cheer. That's better. 
fun for all the children call their favorite time of year. Snowflakes in the major chords yeah it's kind of like a, it's the, those different keys i love i mean how such a boy like jazz and yes it was very that era of like a christmas song you know yeah yeah um, that's that's a that's cool i did not know all that story about the peanuts uh about schultz yeah so and it, i like how it ends there how you know like hey listen let's have the spirit all the year let's not just celebrate christ and be joyful and be around yeah. family and be happy to be home and together. Let's not just have that on, you know, in mid late December, let's have that the entire year. And these are the innocent, like Charlie Brown and Lucy and Linus, and they're all kind of lining up. And it's like, so it takes these kids to kind of tell us adults that like, Hey, let's not forget about the important things in life because that's right. You know, there's, um, you know, there's, um, we're here for a short time, you know, whatever, however long it is, 70, 100 years and and goes by like a blink. So like, listen, you know, um, be kind and yeah. and be in that Christmas spirit year round. That's right. Be intentional. Recognize where grace and joy comes from and uh, and do it. Yeah, exactly. And I, I'm so grateful that you had me on uh, for another year of this, like uh, I was thankful to hear that people liked last last season. Yeah, I mean, I think actually last year's episode was one of the most popular. What well, is was the most popular episode from the last year? Like you know, hundreds and hundreds of people listening to it. So I'm I'm grateful for them. You know. Yeah, well. no, that's super cool. I'm glad people are hearing it too. Yeah, and you always are thankful for people that that pay you attention and listen. That's always yeah because because it, it makes you feel. You know, like, hey, I, I'm thankful that somebody cares what I think or what, yeah. what I have and, to and, say. and this is a great, we have had some great conversations about faith and kind of deeper stuff, but also having some fun too with, uh, you know, baby, it's cold outside. Yeah, yeah. Rudolph. And, meant to be just silly and fun. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, cool, man. Well, I, I'm super thankful that you had uh, me and Bib City Sound and... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you guys come and visit Bip City Sound. You know, uh, hire Justin. Uh, he does a fantastic job. He is a uh, a world renowned, uh, talented <laughs> man with world many renowned. many musicians, uh, <laughs> many instruments. He he's got a lot of uh, talents. A man of many talents and uh, a master of many as well. You're yeah. you're very kind. I I'm, I am just like you. I'm I'm just a guy who has a few. I've used a few gifts I have to do what I love and I'm thankful that I get to do something that's weird. I'm, you know, we're talking about so many people that are odd or different. I'm one of those people, yeah. but I also embrace it. And I think that that's fun. So I was going to tell you that, but you know, yeah, yeah I know you were, were thinking, odd, you were you know. thinking and I could see it in your eyes. 
And uh, I'm just kidding. And I wish you guys could all see Jason in his hat, his sparkly. Yes, he has my sparkly Santa hat. So, well, yeah. Justin, thank you so much for being here and lending some time to us the last hour and a half or so, however long this ended up being. So uh, I enjoyed uh, singing the Christmas songs with you and, uh, and maybe we'll uh, try it again uh, at a future Christmas. And hopefully people will listen to this maybe while they're holiday shopping or, or baking their pumpkin pie or uh, doing some cleanup around the house. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, it, it's entertaining. It's like you're, you're in our little living room and this is fun. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh,